You're listening to Explore to Inspire, a Puna podcast. For more than 30 years, Puna has been sailing the world's most remote shores, exploring the globe to promote education and the protection of our precious environment. This podcast provides a unique chance to hear the travel stories of passengers and crew as they share unforgettable memories of other cultures, biodiversity, and experiences that touch them profoundly. When language differences affect communication, how do we get to know other people? Which activities can help us share emotions and ideas with people who live in remote places? What connects us when oceans separate us? In this episode, welcome aboard Le Commandant Charcot, your destination, the beguiling landscapes of Greenland. It's in one of the country's most beautiful villages that Laura, a naturalist guide on board this incredible ship, experienced a special moment, a spontaneous soccer game on the fast ice. Share this unforgettable memory that saw the game, as well as a hint of friendly rivalry, warm bodies and hearts. I never intended to work in tourism. In fact, I originally studied biology. At the end of my studies in 2016, I went on a trip to Spitsbergen. It's in a region island close to the Arctic Circle. So I was supposed to stay for just four days, but I ended up staying for three years. <laughs> I enjoyed discovering this extreme region so much that I decided to make it my career. As a result, I trained in Norway to become a polar expedition guide. Today, I work for the Ponant company and spend more than half the year on board ships close to the pack ice. It's great! In my role, I accompany travelers on expeditions, I guide them on outings to discover the polar landscapes while ensuring their safety. I also give talks about how the pack ice is formed and the marine mammals that live on them. Being an expedition guide is a constant adventure. You have to be ready for anything, for any eventuality. And I have to say it suits me perfectly. In fact, my favorite travel memory is a beautifully impromptu moment. Just thinking about it makes me smile. Thanks to my photos, I have the exact date it happened, May 13th, 2022. It took place in the Inuit village of Tasselak in southeast Greenland during a polar voyage aboard Le Commandant Charcot. Tasselak is on the shores of a fjord. If you have never seen a fjord, try to imagine a long river surrounded by mountains. On the banks, there are sometimes very small villages, and Tasselak is exactly like that. It's a small village surrounded by snowy peaks. The houses are all different colors, which makes them really stand out against the white landscape. They are small, made of wood, and have pointed roofs. There are red ones, green ones, blue ones, yellow ones. It's a magnificent sight from the ship. As we started our approach, I remembered that all the passengers were on the promenade deck of Le Commandant Charcot, busily taking pictures. We landed just beside the village, taking care not to damage the pack ice that's essential for the survival of the people and fauna of this region. As we took our first step in the small streets of Tasselak, we could see straight away that the Inuit were delighted to see us. We felt a lot of joy. They'd organized a beautiful salmon tasting for us, as well as another special little event. Oh, I clearly remember how it started. I was just leaving the ship and uh, heading back to the village, and one of my colleagues waved at me from the shore. 
I walk towards her. Laura, you won't believe this. A group of Inuit wants to challenge us to a game of soccer. Soccer, I responded, but we're in Tasselak. We're on the pack ice. And what do you mean by us? She quickly answered, I mean the crew. The last time we visited Tasselak, the officers talked about soccer with a group of Inuit. I think that our people gave them a bit of a hard time. In the nicest possible way, of course. Or maybe it was the other way around. Um, in any case, the Inuit took them at their word. Let's play, they said. Anyway, we're short of players, so do you want to join the team? Two seconds later, my colleague and I reached the field. It was a kind of flat surface on the ice close to the ship. The unit had put up some small soccer goals. It was a surreal scene, a field with no limits. There were no stands, but many passengers and locals gathered to watch us, all while eating delicious salmon. When we arrived, the Inuit and Ponal teams were already warming up. When there were enough of us to play, the match started. The ball was in the middle and the Ponal team were in uniform with snow boots. We kicked off. The ball went one way, then the other. When you're not really a soccer player, you kick the ball and aren't certain where it will land. Well, imagine kicking it while wearing snow boots on ice. It's uncontrollable. <laughs> On top of that, we obviously didn't have time to think of a strategy, so everyone was just running around. Very quickly, the other team got the ball. We desperately tried to get it back. The Inuit began a mini festival of soccer. They quickly scored one goal, then two, then three. The Inuit spectators smiled and encouraged us. They were full of joy. The guests were also delighted to be sharing such a wonderful and spontaneous moment. Fortunately for us, we had Daniel, the science officer in our team. I found out that he has a hidden talent. Thanks to his energy, we even managed to score. The more the game progressed, the more focused everyone became. Nothing mattered except winning. Maintaining the pace was so difficult, it was really hard running in boots when it was minus five degrees. We were all out of breath, our lungs were on fire. I wouldn't say that the Inuit took advantage, but yeah, they did. At one point, Daniel passed the ball to me not far from the Inuit's goal. I ran and tried to shoot, but instead I found myself flying on the snow. I actually just missed the ball and fell backwards. It was really funny and a bit embarrassing at the same time. My mishap mirrored the game. The final score, 5-3 for the men from the cold after almost one hour of play. In spite of Daniel's efforts, we were no match for them. Despite the result, we had a great time together. Usually we need interpreters to understand each other, but... On the pitch, communication wasn't a problem. I remember the Inuit after their victory. They cheered and sang together. That certainly didn't need translating. You have just listened to Explore to Inspire, the Punan podcast. To prolong this escape to remote and wondrous destinations, join our community of enthusiasts on the Punal social networks or visit our blog eskills.punal.com. We hope to see you soon to share more beautiful stories on our next podcast episode and on board our ships.